What up? Good morning. Good morning, GMGM. Went Wednesday. 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 I was about to say Tuesday. Maybe Thursday. Anyways, Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. Um, July 12th, 2023. <laughs> Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. Oh man, I'm not much different from this TikTok live people. Honestly, I'm just a robot every morning. It's like the Where same. did we go wrong? Like, <laughs> hold on, hold that thought. Hold Can on. we watch that video together as a group right now? We, I actually have. I was planning on 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 doing so this morning. We um, need to get OSF doing this in the background. <laughs> How much do they get paid for for that? Makes, I looked at. I, I apparently she does one to five k a day. Wow. Yeah, I'm in the wrong business. Um, She's making. Yeah, she's banking. Uh, she's banking. Uh, One thing is, is Twitter broken for anyone else? It's not loading on desktop or phone, so I can't pin to the top anything. I, I, pinned, I pinned it for you. Okay, thank you. Oh, perfect. Thank you. So my feed is not loading at all on any... any oh, Twitter is down over here. Uh, I mean, I'm checking the down detector. It looks like there's some outages on this side. So it is what it is. I can't load my feed, but you all know we're live. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, oh, fuck, that means I won't be able to share a screen. Actually, I can't show you guys the video. Look. The feed is not loading uh, today. Wow, this is this is not good. This is not great. We have a lot of people coming on the show today. So hopefully Twitter... See, I can't load anything. Uh, it's blank screen for me. Uh, oh, maybe I'll use a different uh, different browser. Maybe it's a browser issue. Do I don't think so. Oh, Seth, Mando. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? While I load good up thanks. fire. We're vibing. What is this jersey today, Ovi? I thought it was a cricket jersey. I guess I, that is not... This is, this is, this is I made an FC. Iron Maiden. So you are fully like you're a big, well, big Iron Maiden guy, huh? I mean, I, I this shout out to Ben, my friend Ben, who I met recently, who works with Iron Maiden on some stuff, um, and just sent me a bunch of Iron Maiden merch. Oh. <laughs> I've, got, I've got some are you, cool Iron Maiden stuff now. Are you getting the Iron Maiden collab? I'm like, oh yeah, feed is dead for cram as well. So since it's the U.S. Canada thing, God damn. Um, so is this like, uh, are you going to get this, uh, this, uh, this Iron Maiden collab or what? Cause I, I saw you tweet that not long ago. You said that's the only collab I want. One day. That's, that's the hope. That'd be a dream, dream collab, collab for me. I think I it would it be random to everyone else, but yeah, I think, uh, I think it would be fire. Um, wow. People are saying they couldn't even hear the music. Okay. That's crazy. Um, I'm looking at the feed real quick, lads. <laughs> so I can click on things if I have a notification for it. I just can't scroll my feed. So if I, there's a notif notification, if I get tagged on something, I can click it uh, and I can share uh, my screen for that. Uh, but but uh, there you go. <laughs> so that's, nope, I can't even, sorry, y'all. We can't load the video, Mando. It's not going to work today. Oh, Unless yeah. you load it, the the TikTok video. You, you, uh, one of you guys would have to share your screen. It seems like Twitter is not down in Europe. Uh, but Twitter's definitely down on my side of the pond. Uh, Did you and see this yesterday, OSF? Thankfully, thankfully right. I'll be able to thankfully I'll be able to share Cat's work because that's on Foundation and Super and whatnot. So that's easy to show. 
but definitely won't be able to show any. Just, just takes two hours to load up Super Rare. No, super yeah, Rare does. Well, Foundation doesn't take two hours to load, so I, we're fine with that. Foundation's quick, and they aggregate all Super Rare works. That, that'll be easy. I mean, Mando, you may as well just show the video. We already talked about it. You may as well just show Ovi what you're talking about. <laughs> Go on my page if you want. <laughs> How do I show it? I got so good at it. Like, I'm just like, I love presenting shit now. I just love having, like, I prepared tabs before the show and I'm like ready to rock. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I have everything nice. ready now in the morning. But um, yeah, feed is dead for, for a lot of people. Um, you know, uh, for a lot of people. But you, you show us what's happening on TikTok while I try and, and, and fix you tweet, it. You tweeted it this morning, right? Uh, yesterday, was, yeah. I saw it yesterday doing yes. the rounds. It was my last thing before bed. Oh, I can't even load you. I can't like it's I think it's not really working in Europe yeah. <laughs> Well, well, so well, well, that's okay because thankfully we don't need Twitter as much for what we want to show today, uh, from, from anyone that we have on. So today on the show today, today, DJ's market report, Azure's real crypto, macro, uh, NFTs, lots of stuff happening all over the place. We have Stubbs artist joining us. He's already in the stoop. Cat Russell, uh, actually, Firework is going to be joining us a little. Don't worry, Cat, you don't have to put your mask on yet. <laughs> I see him this too because Cat is pseudo anon as well. So, so he's got the mask going on. Uh, he's got the bandana across his face. I can see it already. I love that. Um, and uh, so, Cat's joining us. Then we're going to be joined uh, by Ryan from Consensus from MetaMask to show us their portfolio tool, something we we're supposed to do last week, but sadly, StreamYard went down on Friday. <laughs> we actually got an apology email from StreamYard to like their users for being down Friday. So, it was not us, Ovi. <laughs> We're good. So I thought it was me for the longest time that was rugging the thing. And then last but not least, we are joined by today's partner, they Wine Chain. They're going to be joining us and we have a giveaway as well uh, for you all today on the show. So anyways, without further ado, let's get right into it because there was CPI today and a lot of price action on the timeline. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. what's the word? Hey guys, yeah, so today was the big day for CPI. So US inflation um, for the month of June came in at 3%. That was versus 3.1% expectations versus 4% last month. So that's a whole full percentage point decrease in inflation um, for the month of June. Um, we saw core inflation, so that's inflation excluding food prices and energy prices, come in at 4.8%. That was versus 5.3% last month. And 5% expectations, so that came in below expectations. And then the month-for-month -month inflation number that came in at 0.2% versus 0.3% expectations. So on all measures of inflation, we actually came in lower than expected on what was already a very, very low target. So I don't know, like those numbers to me couldn't really be more bullish. They're fantastic, fantastic numbers. And if you just think about this time last year, US inflation looked like it was going to head to 10%. And in the space of about 12 months we're now all the way down at three percent and the fed's target the fed's target for inflation is two percent so we're now one percentage point away from that um i guess the big question is like we're, we're coming down because comps are easy what does inflation look like for the next six months especially while the labor market's hot and i think next six months of data will be very very important but this is a great number to be honest with you especially with those jitters and concerns we had over the um adp employment numbers last week. Um, these are really, really good numbers. So we've seen markets rally on the back of it. We've seen interest rates two years and at 4.73%. Um, that was at around 4.9% yesterday, 4.85%. That's a huge 10 to 15 basis point rally in the two-year interest rate. And I think um, we've probably moved something like 8 to 
12 basis points out in the rest of the curve. Um, equities like the news, equities like the numbers. Um, the S&P 500 is up 1%. The NASDAQ is up 1.5%. I think that takes us... I want to say this takes us back to year-to-date highs. I don't know if I'm... Yeah, I think we're at new year-to-date highs on the, S&P, on the NASDAQ and also the S&P 500. So yeah, we're at new year-to-date highs on both uh, both equity indices on the back of that inflation number. Crypto, on the other hand, is lagging a little bit. So we, we saw Bitcoin touch 31K on a God candle. That now was settled around 30.8K. Um, ETH reached 1900. Now we're back down to like 1895. So ETH is still up. ETH performing a little bit. Um, and altcoins are all up maybe like 3 or 4%. But um, it really is a massive, massive underperformance of crypto versus what we've seen in stocks, versus what we've seen in interest rates, versus what we've seen in macro, especially with such a good inflation number. There are some rumors in the timeline about um, the Bitcoin that was seized from um, the Silk Road stuff maybe starting to move today. And I've seen some different tweets and some links to unconfirmed transactions. So I'm not sure if that's true or not at this stage, but maybe that's something that's like dampening the mood a little bit. But yeah, it's very, it's very strange that crypto hasn't moved in line with macro here. It means there is a big seller or someone shorting. There is some supply out there, um, but you have to think, with the rhetoric we have now, like that has to clear and we have to move higher, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, so we had a quick bump on ETH to 1905, it seems. Uh, Bitcoin, again, Milo, you were talking about that that infamous 31K line that has been held. So again, like you were saying yesterday, 3983. <laughs> so at some point, you know, it's going to have, what, what life are we on, 11th? <laughs> <laughs> did it actually t- did it actually touch thirty one k? No, it did thirty nine three, thirty thousand nine hundred eighty three here on Bitcoin. Yeah, so not quite. Hasn't had its ninth life yet. Not, not quite. See right there. So this is life on the fifteen minute candle. This is your ether. It did go to nineteen oh five. I'm performing a little bit. You're too, like you're talking about, and the rest of the market over here. Uh, okay, well, I guess um, we'll see what happens in the following days. Mando, just quickly before I go to NFTs, um, you made a tweet about. Uh, oh, never mind, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot Twitter was down for a second. You, oh, oh, it's back. Wow, just in time. The feed is back. Let's go. Let's go. We're so back. You tweeted about. Um, where, there you go. Uh, you're expecting bonds to, well, it's half back. Uh, bonds to rip, stocks to follow, and Bitcoin to finally hit 31K within 48 hours. So hopefully that happens. Curious to see what happens there, but uh, but cautiously bullish here, right? Yeah, I mean, we said yesterday that the short interest in, in the bond market was just like at the highest it's ever been by many factors. Um, and so I think what we've already seen today is the bond market moves first. Now, if you take a step back, um traditionally a lot of people would say that stocks go down when bonds go up um but what we've seen over the last few years is actually there's normally a positive correlation um just because interest rates have been much higher than they have been in the past but at the same time if you're a multi-strat let's say you can invest anywhere um and you see a figure like that the first thing you're going to invest into is bonds because bonds are the things that will move first but then those lower interest rates will eventually seep into the other risk assets because it's a more bullish sign. So I think what you're going to see right now is bonds move first. And then I think I think stocks and crypto have a very, very strong few days. Um, 3% inflation is low. Okay. The Fed's target is 2%. Like we, we've come from 
nearly breaching double digits. And the true inflation figures were coming in above that. They were coming like 13, 14%. And now we're coming in around 3%. So interest rates at 5% right now look a little bit high, in my opinion. Um, now, the core inflation is a big one. There's a, when people talk about core inflation, it's because there's often a lot of volatility in the price of energy. So oil moves up and down, and it often masks what the actual inflation uh, inflation figure is away from how much people are affected by changes in the price of petrol. That being said, that's also still often a big factor in deciding other forms of inflation. In fact, when we originally started talking about inflation, it was because oil started going to like 130, 140 because of the whole Ukraine war started. And that ended up causing a lot of seizures across a, a bunch of different supply chains. So I think it's important. I think um, I think this is a really good figure. I think it's a really, really good figure across... Um, for, for, for many, many markets, inflation being high in the US is a very bad thing, or persistently very high is a very bad thing. And now it's at 3%. I think it gives um, policymakers a lot more flexibility. I think it allows you to be very, very bullish on a, a bunch of different assets. Um, and just the pace of that it's been dropping is, it shows a lot. Like we have, the Fed has done a, uh, a decent job in, in reigning in inflation. Now, it might dip into a recession, the US economy. There's some people saying this is a bearish figure, because, um, but I don't even think a mild, like a mild recession is that terrible a thing in the US at this stage, for financial markets at least. So I think, I think this is a good figure. I think you'll see it. I think there's obviously some overhang. There was some, as soon as that headline hit, there was some movement in the Silk Road Bitcoin, which is, which is something like 500 Bitcoin, it looked like, although they, they, they hold like nearly 10,000 for a transaction. So it could, it, but that's, that's a short-term thing. This is a lot, what we're talking about is a long-term trend. So like, that's the sort of short-term thing dip that you might buy if that was, it was an overhang of a seller. Um, and I, I, yeah, I, I fully think that Bitcoin breaches through 31K in the next two days. Okay. Well, that's all I personally can and will hope for uh on here i'm just trying still trying to load the feed y'all it's it's half working so we're, we're we're half back which is uh which is which is pretty good but thankfully i've prepared all links for cat uh who's about to come up but uh but uh on the nft front uh mando um you know not too much happening aside for the i guess the i'm just gonna speed run through it because we have a lot of people coming on the show today but you know aside from the fat zookies that i revealed <laughs> that was talking to town over the weekend <laughs> You've seen CryptoPunks go above 50 ETH. Yeah. Um, some sweeps going through in CryptoPunks, which was which is decent. You saw an off-market trade in autoglyphs. I don't know if mm-hmm. um, there were like five autoglyphs changed hands from the Lava. Remember, Lava Labs kept a bunch of autoglyphs when they sold the CryptoPunks and the uh, IP, sorry. Um, and they sold some of those to Flamingo Dow. It looks like the average price was 155 ETH. So that that's healthy as well. I've heard that they've been kind of the overhang in terms of sellers for the autoglyphs, which is quite, is quite decent, but yeah, generally, um, crypto punks leading the line, everything else has dipped slightly. I think just because ETH has maybe moved slightly higher, but, um, similar trends in that people are feeling probably strongest around art or generative art based collections. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's been good to see, um, all the generative art, of course, like continuing to do very well, uh, and it was Roto's tweet. I want to pull it up, but I can't. But that was that uh, off market. I think it's through. Was it through Sotheby? Like off, there's been a lot of those sales. Like there's a couple of people picked up some Fidenzas also and stuff like that. Uh, OTC from Sotheby's. So the three AC sales, like even though like, pardon? They did that. A, I think that did, they did that a while ago, right? The 
um, the Flamengo Dao thing. I think they did it. Oh, I thought before. that was in the last couple of days. No, I think they did. I'm pretty sure either they did it a while ago or that's another five that they bought because they definitely oh, bought okay. some. Around right. time. Maybe I missed it. I thought that stars, was being reported yeah. on because it was recent. Uh, no, I did, I did send a tweet today. I did send you guys a tweet in the chat today about this. Um, yeah, no, but, no, I saw your tweet. I thought it, I thought that implied that it was a recent transaction, but maybe maybe that. Oh, was. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's 12. Yeah, it's, yeah. you're right. It's actually from a, a, a while back. You're right, Ovi, but back, it was, right? uh, yeah. it was yeah. just reported. Like, it just came okay. back out today. Right. So nothing really to report there then. But yep. yeah, generally stuff a little bit a little bit higher, uh, a little bit um, a little bit stronger at least in CryptoPunks. Yeah, love and, to see. And then last thing uh, on the CryptoPunks, but we can go into it more. T- I have a bunch of NFT stuff on someone to cover today. I'll push it tomorrow. But um, Perugia's Punk is now listed down to $10 million. So yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Let's see what happens. You know, this $10 million bite. I mean, in a raging bull, 10 mil bites, right? But uh, but we'll, at 4K, you know, but we see if that bites at uh, in Nonobot market. I believe the last one yeah, went for yeah, 20 million. The last one sold for 20 million. Yeah, it was a uh, Deepak, $21 million. It was the highest NFT sale uh, since the Beeple sale, I believe. So when you think about it, 4K ETH, that's 2,500 ETH. That's what um, Danny's Punk sold for more than that, the Ape Hoodie Punk. So it's not impossible in the bull market. Where so ETH how much ETH is this now? This is like 5,000 um, ETH. That's $10 million. So what's $10 million, yeah. $10 million USD to Ether? Right. It's, let's say it's two, right? It's, uh, f- yeah, five, five, two. So I think we still have some ways to go. Um, and I don't think t- that trades, if I'm honest. But not maybe, now, maybe. not in this market. No, not in this market. But it, I do think it trades in the in the bull market at this price. Um, you know. But anyways, higher than in the bull market. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like yeah. what I was talking with you about this this morning, right, Ovi? Like just the things that we've seen in the bull market is just absurd. Like yeah. I, I think it's it's the stuff I was seeing 2021. Just like everybody, it's everything just. <laughs> everything just goes everything from everywhere <laughs> you you try not just ju- the goal is just not to <laughs> catch a, a, a I'll, stray be, I'll be back we'll get we'll get that kind of market back and the important thing is to make sure you have liquidity for it when it when it does come back correct um, correct this is about positioning yourself accordingly yeah. i do want to exactly. maybe tomorrow i want to do two things tomorrow on the show i want to really go deeper into what happened this weekend nfts because there is a bunch of moving pieces and things i want to cover but also i want to break down your thread from that i from last year that you keep reposting oh, that one. Yeah. it's actually scary it's scary it's one of those tweets where it's like you know when you go back in time and like you copy it and it's like oh damn he called it like you know like the, the on the dot like whatever the date someone dies like you know what i mean like some people there's these like weird bots out there on twitter sometimes <laughs> but uh but yeah it's one of those tweets that's just i went back i never really read the whole thing until yesterday but yesterday i was like and i was trying to find by myself where we are now and I was like, oh, Black Mirror type vibe. But anyways, anyways, let me bring, let me bring, let me bring Cat up on the stream. What's up, Cat Russell GM? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Uh, do I need to request to like chat in the in the Twitter I space think, as well? I think you should. I think yeah, you, you should, should. Okay. because um, I believe you should because that way you get the Twitter. You know, you know, people can find you on Twitter. Just make sure you lower your volume to the minimum on your phone and. And yeah, yeah. Are you not getting too much echo, right? You just have to. Uh, you do. So you need to put down the volume, and then normally put your phone in a slightly, like slightly yeah. away from you. There you go. How's that? Perfect. Perfect. No. Oh, oh, maybe a bit further. That sounds awful. One second. <laughs> You're so funny. We're so used to that. Um, just volume all the way down. That's weird. 
doesn't do uh, volume's all the way down. You shouldn't. Yeah, the volume's all the way down on this. Oh wow. Uh. We may we may just have to do the streamyard then. I think yeah. Only, only no, but this is weird. He, it, it, we've had so many people come. Oh, are you muted, Cat? Make sure you muted. Twitter won't let you mute it on Android. It'll only let you turn it down real low. Oh, that's uh, right. So you know what? Stay stay in the space though. And what we're gonna do? We're just gonna pin a bunch of stuff from you at the top. Yeah. Like let's just. Okay. If one of you who has access to actual Twitter can just like maybe pin the yes. Stubbs, uh, uh, the Stubbs artwork from Cat, and we'll just we'll just pin it, and, and that way we can drive everyone to it easily. If for the people who are on the stream, though, we're on YouTube as usual, but we're also live on Twitter. But I believe you can't uh, load my 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 my. Uh, there you go, Katie's coming up. Katie to the rescue. I'm bringing Katie up. He's just gonna pin a bunch of shit from Cat. <laughs> it's easier that way we uh, we can uh, proceed to showing your work here. But I did load your link tree. So, you know, Twitter may be broken, but you know what? The chain isn't. So it's easy to load the artwork. And that's all that matters. <laughs> so, Kat, well, you know, I may as well go right into the code today. We won't be able to have it, like, at the bottom like this because Jazz isn't with us today. But the code for this stuff is actually Kat. Okay, so C-A-T. There you go. <laughs> that's the code. We always do that when it comes to the artist. Usually on the Monday, Kat Russell. There you go. OV is already pinning. Oh, I love that. You pinned the artist profile thread. Thank you for that. Uh, so, anyways... Um, with the code for this stuff is cat cat. Go to rug.fm for slash stubs s t u b s and put code cat cat to claim your free stub. And at the end of this week on Friday, you'll be able to burn X amount of stubs for a piece from Cat Russell. Right? So super excited to have Cat today uh, on the stream. Look, a sort of excitement on the timeline from from some friends of mine. Chat to Fungible and a bunch of other people uh, that I saw. Um, you know, tagged saying that they were happy to see you on. Kat, it's a pleasure to have you on. So I guess like first question, you know, would be, you know, tell us a little bit more about you, you know, who's Kat Russell? Talk to us about your art, your medium. And uh, we pinned yeah. the art thread at the top. So if anyone's more, you know, curious to learn more, you can also just uh, check the pin tweet. Uh, so I've been in the NFT space since early 21. Uh, in my prior life, back in the day, I used to be an end of life healthcare compliance attorney. But I had quit my job to get a new job a week before the pandemic started. And there was a hiring freeze in my sector. And I was just out of work for a really long time. Uh, started just making art for me. This idea that, you know, if you make something each day, at least you can point at it and be like, I did that today. I, I was successful in my day. Because like, just applying for jobs and like not hearing back when there's a hiring freeze in that sector was just soul crushing. So I was just starting to make art every day. And then, uh, you know, I had this account on Twitter cat and it used to just be kind of a shit posting account. Oh. Like you should like start minting them. And I had already been in crypto, like traditionally just micro cap altcoins and stuff. So I was like, yeah, like that's not much of a, a jump for me. Like I already understand crypto. So I just kind of dove in. Um, and now, you know, a couple years later, I'm working full time at Block Party, just pivoted full time into Web3 and still just cutting and gluing paper. Uh, nowadays, I've been, I guess, finding this style that's uh, a little bit different from your typical collage of using a lot of tag board and construction paper and 
uh, making these more like mosaic pieces where you're not cutting out assets like you would in a typical collage. I'm, you know, cutting individual squares and gluing them all together and crafting pieces uh, in, a, in a different manner. Wow, this is really cool. I love the collage. Uh, I've always loved that that kind of art, like uh, where where you mix like collage and and uh, and just digital work. So, what what's your process with those? Right, like, do you do you you did you start from physical or do you start with digital in the way that you work? Uh, so these are all at the end of the day like hand cut. Um, so okay. it's a process of I draw out a sketch, oh. I move the sketch over to watercolor paper. And then I fill it all in with glue and paper. And afterwards, I have a lighting rig that I have set up that uh, I'll do some like high quality photoing of it. And one of the reasons I liked NFTs, especially initially, was with traditional collages, you know, you're you're really bound to the size of like the images in the book you found. So you find this really cool image, but it's an inch and a half tall. Your collage is going to be a four inch piece of paper at the end of the day. And like, it feels very weird to be like, look, I made this and hold up this like postcard. And like, what are my options? What I printed afterwards as a big print. And then I say, this print is technically the original. Now you can see it and it's big, full, how it should be, but it's not really the original. Or I can make an NFT and say, the final work is a combination of collage and photography. And that makes so much more sense to me as to why it's being shown on big screens and like shown large as how I see it when my face is two inches from it and I'm cutting for hours on end. Wow. This is pretty cool. I was actually, I was walking around Montreal going through galleries yesterday. Just felt like it. And I, and it was this big collage exhibit. And so it's funny that you're on today and it's that uh, you're working in a, in a, in a similar medium. I absolutely love that. When did you, um, when did you make the switch, right? From like, you know, obviously a traditional artist background, I'm assuming, and you've been doing this for a minute. Um, when when did you really just get into the whole NFT, you know, the, all of it? Like when did when 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 did it click for you as an artist, right? Um, so I think I minted my first around February of twenty one. Uh <laughs> and I, I'd started making the transition around that time from like playing with shit coins to buying NFTs as well. Uh, I've never really been much of the PFP collectible side one. Uh, I really like treating, uh, you know, speculative buying of NFTs similar to shit coins in some regards of this idea that like you see an artist coming up and you're like, wow, I like his art. He's just starting. It's very reasonably priced. Like that's like a micro cap essentially. And I'd much rather support that guy and help him pay rent. And if I support 50 of those guys and one of them blows up, like overall, I had a pretty good investment. It's no different than buying 50 micro cap shit coins and one of them going to a billion dollar market cap. I see. Wow. You, so you're really a DJ at heart, huh? Cause you're, I <laughs> might be. This, this, Sounds like it. Is that member? You hear that voice? Like it, it's twice. Like he's like, yeah, I started off with shit coins and you know, it's like, <laughs> So you really are DJ at heart. I like that. <laughs> I'm surprised not to see any Pepe collages going on in your in your foundation or, or super air right now. But <laughs> I love Who that. Knows? Could, Who could knows? Yeah, I know, right? We're foreseeing this future. Uh, 
this is so cool. I love that. So how do you like? How do you? Because I, I I've shown a few. I I've shown a few of the. Um, I, I've shown a few. Yeah, the YouTube is showing some love. You absolutely love to see it. I've seen a few. Uh, uh, I've shown a few collages right now at this stage on the time on the. On the on the YouTube stream, and for those of you on Twitter Spaces, definitely come on YouTube for this part because it's always awesome to see the artists and the art on video. But what's your process like? Like, what is what does it require for you to make a piece like this? This feels like there's just so much going on, like something like that, right? There's like a lot, right? So, um, you know, I'm a big fan of the idea of like asking the question, why should it be an NFT? And like one of the answers was gifs for instance like i can do stop motion of collages and make multiple collages and stop motion them together and the final form is an nft is perfect because this is now an output in like a visual that you can't just get looking at a physical collage in a museum um so you know when you were showing that one of the like rain coming down makes so much sense uh like the one that you have on the screen currently, uh, that was a series that I was doing where I was only taking National Geographics because I saw a lot of my peers doing like nature collages with Nat Geos. And my mental response was like, how come I never see a Nat Geo collage that's just like the hardest fucking thing known to man of like people like sipping lean and like doing back alley shootings and like, I was thinking about all those like pen and pixel rap covers from the nineties. And I was like, let's try to do that just with national geographics. So I did like a whole series of those. <laughs> um, so usually it's just like, let's try to combine experimenting with just like something new. Like I, I don't ever want to be just a, a copy paste artist of like somebody else. Uh, I, I know I hear that expression of like, you know, great artists steal but like i guess i don't want to be a great artist then because i just want to like do my own thing and try to make something new hmm. i mean i don't can i can i ask you yeah, that i mean when you just talk about that process so are you just spending your time often like reading through magazines and stuff like how like yeah, I was gonna add, I was how do you how do you I, obviously you had national geographic as the concept but yeah how are you actually thinking of all the i know images um yeah, like a, a lot of them come from old anatomy books, uh, a lot of National Geographics. Like when I did that series, I think I bought two or three hundred Nat Geos and I just cut out every animated image from all of them. And I made a pile and then I organized them all by theme and went from there. Uh, your apartment so, must be a scary place. Like if someone walks in, they don't know what you're doing. I mean, look, and you're behind. Like, <laughs> look, at the, look at the library he's got going on behind him. Yeah, <laughs> just seeing like cut out people on the floor. Like I'll just ignore those. <laughs> there was this running joke that we had at my house for a while when I, I was with my partner where she would like hear me cutting. And I was working on this series of like putting together like, pieces that usually look like people and she'd she'd hear me like working and i'm always talking to myself and she, like she heard me one day be like oh yeah that's some good skin right there and she's like <laughs> that's the like creepiest fucking thing you could ever take out of context oh my god hey, yo it's true you know you know when you get to you know when like in those murder mystery murder shows that you get to the murderer's house and it's just like magazine yeah you should stick them all up on the wall it's just all up on the walls, and you get. <laughs> this is the scene. Invite people around for dinner and stick them all up on the walls. Yeah, 
So it, it's true because like what Katie is saying, like in the YouTube chat, so essentially like your works are all fundamentally physicals, right? Because it's like everything's yeah. right? Everything's analog and then just photographed after. This is really cool, by the way. This piece is freaking sick. I don't know. I just really like it. I guess that's what you mean. Oh, that one's all National Geographic magazines, too. Really? So, like, what was, let's say, like, this guy here was, like, the, the green dude laying down. That's a cutout from a Nat Geo book? Like, uh, sorry, a magazine? Yeah, that's from, like, a 1980s one talking about the future of MRI scans, I believe. That's so cool. Yeah, essentially, there's just so much history, right, in, in, like, every single piece. And so every – do you remember, like, are you the type to remember, like, every single piece, like, where you got, like, the cutouts from? Like, let's say I take you through this piece, right? Like, Journey – it's called Journey Journey Through the Mind. Like, do you re recall everywhere you got all the pieces from? Yeah, you want me to run through them? I mean, we can. I mean, for the stops piece, for sure. But let's do it here. Let's do it here. Like, what, what, what – cutouts from here i'm actually i'm actually down yeah the uh space in the background is from a 1940s nat geo the road that he's walking on that like path that travels into his mind is actually a sand dune from a life magazine the guy that's all anatomical is from an a charlie brown encyclopedia uh, all the flowers are from a 1970s, 1980s illustrated encyclopedia of nature. Okay, wow. You actually remember all of them. That's sick. I, I really like this piece. Uh, and question. So, and sorry, if you kind of touched on that, but I want to make sure. So every single asset in all of your works come from cutouts of magazines and books and journals and whatnot? So everything? Um, I mean, my, my latest ones tend to just be like tag board and construction paper cut out to actually make the pieces themselves. But otherwise, yes, they're, it's always just cut out things. Wow. Like something like this. Like, I think this is sick. Like, what, where does this come? Like, clearly like from some, this is sick. Like, this is beautiful. Like, where does the pink back come from, for example? So the the background on that is spray paint, um, but all the rest of it is like, so the sand dune is from an old children's book. Obviously the kids are as well. That was like from a series I was doing uh, about this idea of like making essentially a like Grimm's fairy tale about just kids going down a, a like wrong path. And like I think there's seven pieces in it. And then they each have a little like, phrase caption on them uh and if you like look at the last two essentially like it's just about like the end result of that but it was just this idea of like let's make a dark fairy tale why not question the spray paint do you do it yourself do you spray paint so you you do all the other work as well or yeah um you'll you'll see like so for instance like the stubs drop there's some uh pen and ink work on it like that i did myself as well but I live out in Appalachia and just like a, a place out on a hill in the middle of nowhere. So if I want to build something, like I can just run out to my workshop and build it. If I want to spray paint something, I just go out there and spray paint it. Like, Wow, that is really cool. Honestly, this is sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Honestly, I love that. What, what inspired you to get into this in this medium? Was there something or certain artists or something from your childhood like what 
what inspired all this? Um, so when I was first getting sober, uh, from a, a, an addiction that I had, I basically had like eight hours a day of free time. And what are you going to fill it with? Uh, for me, it was like, why don't we just find a positive addiction and just swap them out? And I was like, art would be a good one. I used to like art when I was younger. And so I was jumping through like the different mediums and trying to find one I enjoyed. And I kept running into this issue of like, in my head, I would have this like great idea and I, like, I would visualize it and I'd be like, yeah, that'll look so cool. And then I'd try painting. And then I'd look down at my paper afterwards and it was like a seven-year-old painted thing. It looked like crap. And I'm like, ah, damn, like that doesn't, that didn't come out like I want. And I kept like picturing these cool textures and colors, but I couldn't make them. Uh, And then I had this idea of like, why don't I just find that exact texture or color in magazines and I'll cut it out. And it's a little bit different than collage because like collage are usually cutting out assets. But I was like, I can just cut out like the exact colors I want, the exact textures I want. And I can like steal those in like micro ways and reassemble them into the items I want to build, which is why you get stuff like, uh, you know, some of my pieces where it's just all like tiny little pieces of paper being put together to build a tree or to build a like oh. forest, etc. You're kind of like this, right? Or like the backdrop where it looks like it's like a bunch of pieces of paper together to make the sky. Yeah, I see. Or oh, this one's a better example. The one I was showing earlier. Hold on, I was showing. God damn it! Oh, there it is. Uh, this piece, right? Like this looks like you cut out a bunch of pieces of paper here and drew on them to create mountains. And- I, I, that's all just paper on that one. But yeah, the idea is like, you know, no, I didn't ever cut out any mountains. I didn't ever cut out any clouds. I just cut out things and made them look like mountains and made them look like clouds. I, I really like this piece particularly it looks like because that's the perfect example of what you just said right you didn't cut a cloud out you create a cloud out of paper and same for the mountains here like i, I can't zoom much more than i'm zoomed in here but even the mountains here and even these different like sun rays it is or some stripe just different colors here that go down like that this is fascinating wow this is really cool cat <laughs> I, I, I really if you're if you're not on the youtube stream yet it's easy to find it's youtube uh, you, I know how to get to you too. I won't tell y'all how to get there. And you just look up Rug Radio, and we're live. You can't miss it when you hit on the thing. And if Twitter is fixed right now, I don't know if Twitter is fixed yet, but you can, we're also broadcasting live onto Twitter. And if not, you can just go and, and you can just wait, and it'll be recording live. Just so it's a reminder, because I see some people asking for the code. The the code has been shared already, but I can share it again. And the code is cat C A T. So if you go to rug.fm forward slash stubs S T U B S, you can get a free stub. Uh, for today's show. And then on Friday, Kat's going to be back with us 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. As usual, uh, you know, we'll go live uh, with the with the links on, on Rogue Radio's main account. If you want to learn more about Kat, pin at the top is his artist profile thread. So all the process we're talking about, some of the work I'm showing on the stream and whatnot, you can go through it over there. Also, obviously, make sure you follow Kat because his art's fire. But, um, and uh, and make sure you, uh, you check it out. But just, uh, you know, now that you, you kind of like, went over it and touched on it. I want to talk about the stubs piece, right? Because this is the piece that people are going to be able to claim. Uh, obviously, KD with the light flex, 
on the on the on the on the stream saying that he's gonna pick up this physical piece. Uh, <laughs> they don't mean to brag, but let me brag. Uh, <laughs> you're on the stage. He's on spaces too. I forgot he's here too. <laughs> but Kat, talk to us about this piece. So this piece is called Abandon. Okay, they're gonna make fun of my English for how I say it. Ramparts, ramparts. Sorry, my French tells me some part. See, Ovi always smirks. Ovi's always laughing at me. Abandoned ramparts, right? Yeah. Um, so this is just made with tag board. Uh, and then afterwards, like, some pen work over it uh, on all of the, like, ruins and the rocks. I just drew them on pieces of gray tag board. Um, I wanted to do one in this style because... I have another from that series, Modern Mosaics, coming out as soon as Super Rare's website quits crashing and allows me to mint again. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, like with this style of just using tag board, uh, it, it's, a, it's a very different experience to my normal type of traditional collage work. It's that idea of like, this is as close as I really get to painting. Uh, you know, like I have to draw it all out myself at the beginning. I have to like cut each thing to match what my like sketch looks like. I have to then try to like turn this, these pieces of paper into the full image so that when you, the viewer are looking at it, you're not like, Oh, it's an abstract piece, but you're Im immediately able to like gather like, what's going on and what it is is tagboard paper like that thicker colored paper yeah it's like the thicker colored paper that you would buy at michael's or hobby lobby i see okay i sorry i had to google it knowing exactly what it is i used to love these growing up <laughs> I, I used to love you must have so honestly it's just it, your art sounds so fun to create <laughs> it was i mean I enjoy it or I wouldn't do it. Right, right. Exactly. How, how long you said you've been doing this specific like type of art? I know you reinvent yourself a lot because like you said, like you're trying different mediums here and, you know, drawing. But how long have you been doing collage for? Um, since like 21. Uh, you know, I, I started playing with the tag board, I think, beginning of this year. But yeah, overall, pretty much almost all my outputs that are public are uh, physical collage. I have some things on exchange art that are AI, but it's all been compiled with libraries that I built using my own art as the database set. And then I trained it on my own stuff and I keep it over on exchange art. So that way people won't be confused because it's on Solana, not on Ethereum. Cause I like to make sure people like I'm very transparent about where and how things are made. Like, if you look at pieces that I've made in the past, usually in the description, I'll say, this was made with these books. And, like, I understand that that might risk some copyright issues for me personally, but, like, I just want to be transparent about, like, this is where this is made, this is how it's made. Because uh, I even like doing the running joke of, like, you could make this yourself. Like, here are the 10 books I used. Go hunt them down and, like, Get out your exacto knife and cut board and like give it a shot. Like, why not? Have fun. Yeah. 
No, I actually, I, I like that you give the books. That's actually cool. It's like, hey, try it for yourself, right? If it's like, it's interesting. I love how you go, uh, you go about this. And I, I also, I was going through your, before the show, I was going through your Other Worlds collection, which is really cool. Um, again, it's just what, and the, like you did it, you released a collection with like a hundred, what is it, a hundred pieces? Just all collages as well? Yeah, uh, that was the first collection that I hired devs for, for like a unique uh, yeah. solidity contract. I've done that a few times now. So that one, you know, I, I wanted it to be blind mint, like we would see in the PFP collectible world, but I wanted them to all be 721s and like, they're not randomized assets. They're like individual pieces. Yeah. Um, so like I hired devs for that one. There's been a few other times I've done that too. Uh, you know, I have a series over on trapgeo.xyz that, it's blind mint editions. You get card packs of three of the 10 editions, randomized but never duplicated. Wow. Um, and like, you know, uh, like during the merge, I hired some devs to ensure that I have a piece of art on the last multi block of proof of work and the very first block of proof of stake. And it's a diptych that like, bookends the merge during the ETH merge. No way. Where is that? Yeah. Um, so that's on a, a separate contract address, and I've never listed it for sale because I think having literally the only art on the first block of proof of stake is probably some pretty awesome provenance, and I'd rather just invest in myself and keep it. So, But is it out there? Like, can we... Is it out there? Like, can we see it? Yeah, yeah, it exists. Uh, I've I've posted it on the interwebs a few times. Yeah, I gotta find that piece. I wish I could go through your Twitter right now, Kat. Usually, what I do, and maybe we can do it on Friday. But usually, I go through like I go deep into people's Twitter on the on the stream and and just share it. But sadly, Twitter decided to pull a fast one on me this morning, right as the show started, and kind of rug uh, people's timelines. Uh, but just quickly, you know, one last thing I kind of want to ask you. I saw your actually it, it loads now. Thank the Lord, because I wanted to talk about this. And then we can do Let's go. Actually, Friday, if you want to send me after the show the links to the to the, to the merch stuff, we can go into it Friday. I'm down to show it on screen and stuff. But I kind of want to go into this piece here. Um, you're minting something on Super today. Yeah, yeah. I'm minting this piece what? called Cracked Earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's made on like an 18 by 24, so foot and a half by two foot watercolor sheet. Uh you know, I, I have to use those big sheets because, like, if you zoom in on it, especially near, like, the back end of, like, what would be this, like, arid land, uh, you can tell, like, there's a few hundred, if not a few thousand pieces of tiny paper that make up this cracked earth. So I just need a lot of canvas overall to, like, make room for all of that. And with these uh, modern mosaics... I, I usually like plan to send the physical to the purchaser because like it's an 18 by 24, like it's big. It should be hung up. Um, no, I agree. I agree. I love yeah, that. Like, what do you want to know? No, I, I, I love that. Uh, I, I love that you send the physicals. I like to collect personally, like when it comes to art now, I try to be more mindful and just make sure that I get a physical out of it. Cause I just also love having it in my home. Like, I don't know. I mean, you can tell it's all, even on the floors here. I just haven't had the time to hang everything uh, just yet. But 
I, I love that you're mixing both. And if you're going to start out of physical, you may as well just send it, right? So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Let us know when you, we might have to mint it. Uh, we'll, we'll share it and everything. It's awesome. Kat, um, it was super cool to have you on today and, uh, and to hear more about your process, about your background. Personally, like, you really took me back because I used to love making these collages. Uh, thank you, uh, KD, for pinning on the Twitter space, because uh, you seem to be able to be to be able to pin. So we've pinned Cat's super uh, super air piece uh, that's coming out. Oh, looks like Amanda got rugged again. We pinned Cat's super air piece. We pinned um, Cat's uh, background profile thread. Uh, we should pin. Yeah, the stubs piece is pinned as well. Absolutely love to see it. And and we'll have we'll have Cat on again on Friday to celebrate the burn burn baby burn. And also talk more about I wanna I wanna dive a little deeper and talk more about your merch piece and some cool stuff that you're doing uh, that are mixing sort of like different mediums here. So Cat, thank you so much for making it happen today. Sorry we couldn't on Monday, but I'm glad that that you could come uh, today and chat with us again. Just as a reminder, the code for this tub is Cat. Yes, super original. I know you're so original with the codes, but but hey, it makes it easier for me. Or else it becomes a spelling bee, and I, you know. I got tired of spelling out hard codes. KD was going crazy on the codes cat at some point. He was giving me codes like I was like, yo, I can't even spell those words. So <laughs> he's laughing because he knows that he knows what I'm talking about. And so, but we're good now. It's easier. So if you go to rug.fm for slash stubs, make sure you get it and make sure you participate on the on the on the bird on Friday. We'll be back on YouTube with Cat running it up, talking about his art and about his collages. So cat. Thank you very much for coming today. Really appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate it. I'll, uh, I'll see you Friday. Hell yeah. Why not? It's the most fun day to be on. <laughs> it's always a party. That's cat. All right. All right. Well, that was fun. Yo, what do you think of it? It's pretty cool medium, right? We haven't had a stubs artist. Yeah, it's like awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see something, you know, something different, right? You don't yeah. see a lot of that. Um, so, yeah, very cool to see. Well, I didn't ask if he mints on Tezos because KD has his... We, I mean, KD, you didn't bring a Tezos artist on today. The hell with that? He's still laughing. He's only sending emojis. He's <laughs> so funny. I can't believe it. It was not glitch art and it was not Tezos. Somebody check on KD. Somebody make sure he's okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I honestly had so much fun with this one because, and I, I that's why when I go on Friday and spend more time on on cat because i really like this medium uh growing up uh in art class Ovi, we used to always do collages i don't know my art teachers loved it so we should like arts and crafts like just fun collages obviously i'm not a nice. cat but it was just fun you know <laughs> i used to go to my mom's magazines and like try and find it's actually national geos that i also used to collect like a ton of there's still a bunch of my mom's in the basement and i used to always like love playing around with them but anyways uh next up next up i told y'all we have a packed stream uh today we had cat and now quickly before i go to our partners they have wine chain and god knows mm -hmm, we love wine on gm web 3 let me tell you that we can talk about mando's collection of wine bottles as well uh maybe i, I would open a bottle of wine for this show but it's 11 27 on a wednesday here so i'm not gonna do it but quickly before I head to that, I see Aubrey, I see Nico in uh, in the studio again. This is a full YouTube show this morning for y'all. So head over to YouTube stream while we're rugged on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I'm going to bring Ryan Jones up quickly for a quick segment. You know, we are powered by MetaMask and we have been talking about the portfolio tool that they, that, you know, for some reason it seems a lot of people don't seem to know about the portfolio tool on MetaMask. And I have to say, Ryan, when I opened MetaMask on Monday, I believe, 
I saw an update on the UI, which yes, I like it. it you know, it's pretty cool. I think there. I think you were due for a new UI change. I don't I don't mean to you know, but I think you guys were due. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, get excited because there's definitely more coming. This is definitely uh, one of the steps towards a much uh, longer future state. Hold on, more coming like a like a token or i'm just kidding i'm just kidding we're gonna we're they're gonna they're gonna cut. drive some value first i'm kidding don't cut the plug on us i'm kidding <laughs> no listen i i love but i love that you're teasing more uh, rollouts uh more updates and changes we talked about metamask learn a bunch um in the first couple of weeks we had some videos go out uh, again like if you're trying to onboard normies into crypto and into nfts web3 don't bother send them the metamask learn like link it'll do the work for you right like you know i think it, there's a lot of easy stuff for there it's just courses for everybody as a matter of fact i think some dgens need to reread it so that you avoid getting hacked and scammed because it's still happening and uh it's a really Things change so quick too dude it it's it, it's just happening so much but ryan uh today we brought you on because we kind of want to talk about metamask a uh, portfolio tool Right. Uh, I saw Michaela, our very own Michaela, a uh, Rugredo creator, did a really cool video about it. But Ryan, like, tell me more about portfolio. What is it and why why should we know about it? Yeah. So uh, essentially where it came from is just most of our MetaMask users wanted to actually see what's in their portfolio uh, across different chains, across different accounts. Uh, there's similar sort of offerings that are out there like Zapper and Zerion. Um, but this is a, a big problem uh, within the space, just looking within the wallet, either the mobile app or the extension, uh, relatively difficult from that perspective. And so we really just wanted to solve that immediate problem for our end users. And the other part, too, is when you're on uh, the portfolio, it is a web page. And so you have a much more real estate to get a lot more data and insights. That was essentially just the first step of the portfolio. And so we make it we want to make it easy for individuals to move between the wallet and adapt, whether it's on the mobile app or the extension. Um, there is more coming, but that was the initial take of what we wanted to do. Um, and so we're feeling pretty confident in our ability just to give that basic insights of like, what is in my wallet, so. So if I go to, uh oh, I'm afraid to show this one, but Ovi, don't make fun of me. Uh, but if I go- You can hit that little eye, uh, <laughs> eye icon if you want to actually hide it, your uh, value. This is just a, this is just a <laughs> wallet where I still have a milk token, right? So that's what it shows you. Say, I love to see that milk in there. <laughs> Look at the value of you. Look at that. A whole two, a whole two point four million dollar million milk for four oh four. Uh but you know, so this if you go on there, right? Um, of course it's just a dummy, but um and you I can have hide it too if you're embarrassed about that. Uh, it's fine. I, <laughs> it's tied to Ferrock. It honestly is tied to Ferrock.eth. So at this stage, I mean I poured milk on my head, dude. So it's it's yeah. it's no there's no further embarrassment here. But you know, quickly like Question, because I find it interesting. You can stake directly your Ether directly on here. There's all yeah. these different ways to show your token, your accounts, which is super cool. I think this is like an underutilized tool for what it's worth. And you guys have access to all these different tools. So you know what's funny? I claimed my Optimism airdrop back then. I forgot about it. You guys reminded us of the portfolio tool. I went and checked. Noticed I had like, I thought Optimism had like doubled. So I like, my, my airdrop was like, what, four grand? Swapped it into 
So I did portfolio tool and that's how I found out I had like three or four grand like sleeping on, on optimism. (laughs) Optimism. That's awesome. I thought it was cool. So, Hey, look, it's a good way to go and look what you got, you know, hanging in the, in your back pocket. You know, when you find $20 in your pocket, (laughs) well, I found (laughs) $4,000, which felt really cool at the time. And that is certainly helpful. Yeah. But tell me, tell me a little more, right? You can buy swap bridge. (laughs) There's so much going on. I mean, Ken, I want you to take me through all these different uh, things um, for people to know, right? Yeah. So so I'd actually say that the portfolio of today is relatively basic, right? The premise is just what is in my wallet? Let me do the primitives uh, in a safe, secure manner. Um, and so we're bringing that all in one place. Uh, I think the future is really what we're excited about in terms of where we're going, uh, which is we want to make it so that no one has to use a centralized exchange ever again, right? So leverage the technology for what it's actually used for, allow for people to have stuff custodial, but they don't need to go to uh, anyone who could potentially take uh, their funds, like what we saw with FTX. So that's one of the things that we want to go after. And then we really want to make this the hub for Web3. Again, like this is your homepage. You can see everything that in terms of activity that you've done across uh, Web3 all in one place. And then we can also make it really easy for you to explore. So in here, right, we're covering the basics of just what is in my wallet. There's a few new things that should be coming out here uh, over this quarter to just help with that. And then we're going to be taking that next step, uh, say, with things like off ramps, uh, as well as being able to jump across and see all the different activity uh, in terms of notifications across Web3 and what's happening within your wallets. Um, So that's that's pretty much the progression of where we're going. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible. And as you said, for anyone who's new, to crypto, uh, we want to make it so that this is essentially an onboarding uh, place for individuals. You can buy crypto and with your credit card or your bank directly from MetaMask portfolio? For sure. Yeah. And then, of course, on the mobile app, uh, you can use uh, Apple Pay or Google Pay. Why are we screaming about this? Sorry. I guess this is why you're here. So <laughs> I'm going to be telling people about this even more now that I know this. So it was just cool, right? Because if you're on the screen, right? Look at this. I pick my country. I pick my province because there's provinces. Canada. And then debit or credit, it, it interacts. So inter- oh, you can do interact e-transfer too. That's crazy. Yes. My first crypto buy was an interact e-transfer using redacted platform here in Quebec. That is easy. But now, and so because the problem we have in Canada, Ryan, like Binance, Bybit, a lot of the exchanges have to close, shut down because regulation. Yep. So I needed to use some like weird third app to use Interact eTransfer, which I didn't. I, I was just like praying, like took me back to like Instagram 2014, wondering if my money going to make it to the other side. And so and so and so it, I didn't have this. Right. So I think this is really cool for the next wave of onboarding. You know, we talk a lot about this potentially uh, next bull market, yada, 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 and what's going to happen. So it's um, I think it's pretty cool. You have this. So I can just Interact eTransfer myself some money and buy some some crypto. Same for debit or credit. And this works around the world? Well, so what's great is depending on where you're located, you'll have different options. So say in the US, like you'll have things like PayPal uh, that you can leverage. And so like if you're in Argentina, if you're in Germany, whatever it is, you're gonna have different options depending on what is most pertinent to you. Um, And then I think the other part that's really exciting is like being able to do off ramps, right? So right now, if you wanna actually take anything out and convert it to a fiat, you pretty much have to take it and move it to a centralized exchange. Again, you won't have to do that you'll be able to stay within the portfolio and do everything in one place. And that's, that's the whole premise that we're going for is how do we make it really easy to manage and to do all the primitives all in one place in a safe, secure manner. So you don't have to worry about getting scammed or rugged or anything like that. 
And, and like we see the MetaMask extension, right? There's a lot of functionality in there and the value of it is that it is so flexible, but also it is relatively difficult to uh, leverage depending on what is your kind of background and experience. And so we, we wanna make it for any new users just to come through here. And we take like an aggregation theory, which we've seen to be beneficial to our users. So there are a lot of options, but oh. that aggregation theory makes it so that fees drive down, right? So they wanna compete for uh, your business. And so you'll see better and better pricing because we are taking all those different options and bringing them to one place. Interesting. I love that. So it's essentially just cutting out the exchange, which obviously something that we've needed for a minute. You know? Yeah, control <laughs> your own funds. I, I'm not control just, your own destiny. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to tell people to take their money off exchanges because I don't want to be that guy, but you shouldn't really have a lot of money on exchange. Let's just put it that way, right? It's okay there's to have a lot of work that, yeah. yeah. And there's okay. a lot of work that we have to do to make it more secure in a self custodial manner, right? In terms of recovery methods and vaults and all of that, but we're definitely moving in that direction to, to bring a lot of that new technology to make it safer and safer. ETH, DAI, Ave. I mean, look at ApeCoin. You can do so many different tokens here. AVAX, Access, BAT, I mean, BNB. There's so many different tokens right now on this list. I mean, a lot of them. Can you do Pepe? <gasps> can you even buy Pepe with a credit card? That's crazy. Do that, OV. CAD. I could do $100 right now. Just send it on the credit card. We have to show the normies this video. We have to show the normies this dream, everybody. Okay. <laughs> well, well, what's awesome, right, is think about it like, as we progressed in terms of this crypto space, like there's a lot of different stepping stones that have been built over the last, say, I, I don't know, maybe decade, but for Ethereum, like seven years, right? And so as you build these stepping stones, you can start extracting away all the pain and suffering that's associated with it. I mean, I'm sure like the very first bridge that you ran, like how scary that was. Yes. And so we, we're actually moving towards like this concept of say like a one-click checkout, whereas I have money in fiat, I want Pepe on this chain, like do the on-ramps, do the swaps, do the bridge, just get it to that end result. Like that is something that we can start being able to actually accomplish. Interesting. See, I, I did not know how like intricate this gets because I had seen the first version of the portfolio first out. Um, yeah. And all this, like even from, um, I'm just going through, I'm not actually like doing transactions, y'all, if you're watching the stream, I'm just kind of going through the process of what it would look like. It's really clean. Like just the, the UX of it, like the UI and UX is very easy. I mean, I do a lot of swaps on there, but um, which is really cool. And you get like, a, you guys aggregate, like you said, like there's the best of four quotes. So it shows you like mm -hmm. all the quotes that MetaMask gets. You can, I'm sure you can even pick your quote if you want, but you should always pick the best, right? Which is really cool. Right. And so there's the buy. So you can use credit card, interact anywhere, right? So even the United States of America, right? I'm sure we have most of our um, people in the USA, let's say you're in Texas, boom, you pick your, your, where you're at, you can do a hundred bucks and then debit or credit, get quote, boom. It's so easy. It's actually yeah. really incredible. And use all these tools, there's MoonPay, for example. Okay, I see what you do. Okay, that's awesome. And you can see, transparently, our different quotes that you're getting. And then the bridge. So you guys even have the bridge option. See, I don't think I had that option back when I had tried which is super cool. Wow. So I can just bridge just like that, right? Very easily. And so, and so the same thing, right? Like we're going to have a bunch of different offerings in the background to make it, the bridge happen. But we also have a full dedicated team to actually look at the validity of these bridges so that you're not just going and using some like random technology. And so we're trying to make sure again, like we're going to turn off bridges uh, if all of a sudden there's some security issue. 
And so the whole premise here is like, we're going to do all the work to try to make it as simple and easy for end users as possible. And there's like big teams behind each of these individual experiences. Dude, this is sick. I mean, I love that. I'm obviously, I'm not going to bridge $16 to show you guys here with, with this gas fee, but it just shows you everything. I think this is very good for like, just the people who are not like maybe at that advanced level that want to just control everything and just yeah. you know, do their own thing. But this is great just for the average crypto consumer slash participant. Yeah. And we're and like, there's no onboarding associated with the portfolio at this point, at this moment, like we were just hightailing to that uh, initial problem statement for end users, but we really want to make it so that, yeah, we can help onboard and essentially hold the hands of, of anyone who's especially new to this, uh, to this space. Yeah, no, see, and it even tells you, see now, so it's not worth obviously bridging $15. It'll tell you like, hey, like, it's not worth doing that, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and, and I think this is really cool. And I love, you know, the fees again, transparent and everything, new quotes every few seconds, which is great. And the last thing here, you can stake. So you, you can, can stake directly on MetaMask. Yes. And so these are all, of course, fractionalized uh, liquid, liquid uh, staking options and like, just, just assume there's going to be more coming in terms of what are those different options and what can you actually do. And then, of course, all the different uh, tokens that you could potentially stake. Wow. So let's say, so I only have like three ETH on this wallet, right? So let's say I'm here trying to stake three ETH. It uses Lido. Amazing, by the way. Like, I, I love that yeah. it's using Lido. It's like... And there's no fee, right, for this. Like, yeah. we're just trying to make, make it super simple and easy it's for just, individuals. You're just making it accessible. So it's that, that's that's something, cool. right? Essentially, like you're you're just like, you know, not trying to no pun intended. You're that bridge between it, and it's 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 pretty cool. And I love that it just shows you, like, look, monthly stake the ETH on three ETH. You know, you get eighteen bucks. Now, you know, whatever, like, on the year you get two hundred twenty bucks, right? But obviously, people who stake ETH usually tend to stake it much higher uh, numbers. But this is good for the passive, you know, Ethereum user that's not here to just speculate all day to day on shit coins and and or some JPEGs and whatnot, right? Wow. Yeah. Dude, this is really cool. Like from the dashboard, which I'm sorry, I'm sure you guys this kind of dashboard today. I wish I would show you a chat dashboard, but I ain't connecting my ledger right now. Uh, <laughs> and I'm you not. can watch an account too. Oh, so. tell me some other hidden stuff in here so I can just watch an account. How do I do that? Let me go. Let so me go. go to I want to watch Ovi's account. I want to go watch Ovi's account. So, so go to all accounts uh, <laughs> right account. over there in that filter area. <laughs> Hold on, I'm finding his wallet address. Okay, I got it. I got the 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 registrant, the controller address of OSF2.es. Okay, so <laughs> so where I go? So go to all accounts where that filter is uh, on the right by the networks. By the net. Uh, where do you see that? Down. Yeah. All accounts. There you Add go. Account. Add another account, and then just in the address wallet. There you go. Import. Uh oh. Is this the wallet, Ovi? Mm, doesn't look like it. I don't know Damn. what this is. Damn it. So you can uh, you can watch an account, right? Interesting. I don't think this is the one. But okay, that, I, I like the idea of that. So let's go OSF.es, for example, right? I didn't know you could just do that. But yeah, add so your you know, OSF.es. You, oh, you import it, and then you add it, and then you can kind of like watch like what's happening on that account. <laughs> Dude, this yeah. is so cool. <laughs> I love that. Let me just remove. And assume too that here uh, shortly, like you can also get notifications of what's happening with those accounts and set up some of those alerts that are associated with those accounts. Okay, I see. Yeah, I don't think this is the account, Ovi, but it's pretty cool that you can go and check it out, right? 
You can just go check out the NFTs and you guys seem to show POAPs too. So it's fun. Yes. Yeah. That was a more recent addition and we just want to make sure that that's in there. It's a certainly a important part of the ecosystem. I love that. And, and, that <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, you that's got a lot true. in here. It's great. Yeah. He's got a lot of POAPs. He loves POAPs. You can tell. <laughs> Yeah, and he likes his own work too, which is amazing. Uh, you absolutely love to see that. Okay, th- look, that's that's super fun. I'm glad we got to really like, just talk about this and like you came uh, to show this. And you were meant to come on Friday about the tech issues that we had on the show. Uh, Ryan, well, thanks for having me. Streamyard wasn't working, but look, I'm glad we got this done today. So definitely check it out. Uh, best way to check it out is just portfolio.metamask.io, right? That's it. Plain simple. Or All right. just go through the extension or go through the mobile app and there's always a button in both of those places. Well, through the extension, it's just like you go on the extension, and you go through three dots, and it says portfolio view. So just for anyone. Says, yeah. yeah. Or three dots, and there's also now a fifth button next to bridge that just says portfolio as well. That was added more recently. Oh, look at that. The new UI. Oh, it's right there. Yeah. The new, new UI. UI. I like it. I like the new UI a lot. It's clean. It's very so, clean. It's more common. Definitely trying to do whatever we possibly can to make it a lot easier and more informative yeah, across I all think- three of our clients. I love that you, you you can't touch that two, three times. I, I think I should mention that again. It's just the, the app, right? So this portfolio tool is available on apps with so the staking, the bridging, uh, all of it, all that we showed, like the swapping, the acquiring, you know, different tokens, uh, you know, that you want using just fiat, uh, whether interactive transfer some countries or, you know, uh, bank accounts and whatnot. It's very easy and very doable like that. So I, I honestly, I'm tend to just run it like $100 test just for fun, just to, just to say I did sure. it. That's it, you, <laughs> you're, you're, <coughs> you're helping me here because, I onboarded a friend like a month ago and we had to make, again, Canada is such a headache, the exchanges. I could have just said, do download MetaMask on your phone and just buy a hundred bucks right now and just keep buying a hundred bucks every week. Like, easy, whatever, you know, like it's, might as well just do that. All right. Well, Ryan, okay. thank you so much, thank for, you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Have a good one. Uh, have a good one. All right. All right. See, here we go. Let me help you out here. All right. Well, last but not least, we out here. You already know I am going to bring Aubrey and Nico to the feed. Yo, 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 GM, how y'all doing? Good. Oh, Hello, no. Is Nico... Uh-oh, hold on. One second. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, we're getting tech issues. I'm here. I'm here. Just some issues with connections, but we'll make it happen. No, you're good. If you want, we can also make it happen on Twitter Spaces. Super easy. I mean, we have the live spaces going on, um, so that you should bring an account up, anyways, um, to uh, to to get to to talk about everything you want to talk. But we also have a giveaway, if I'm not mistaken, that was posted on the Rug Radio account. Now, let's see if Rug Radio's account loads uh, based off of the technical difficulties that we've been going through all morning long. It is working and it's been posted. So I pinned to the top. We actually have a giveaway going on um, today, um, and you could. You could get um you could get um an NFT from a champagne brand. Look at that! And uh, to be eligible, you just all the stuff is on there. So make sure you check it out on the Rug Radio account. There you go. We're so back, Aubrey, Nico. Thank you for coming up today. Thank you for being to part of the show. A wine chain. Look, we love wine over here. That's for sure. Tell us more. Give us a little introduction if you want. Like, I'll go with Aubrey first. Maybe your background, then Nico, and then what is wine chain? Yeah, sure. So uh, I was, I've been in wine for about 15 years. I was a sommelier in Chicago and San Francisco, eventually moved over to marketing and then um, had a wine marketing agency, eventually transitioned to actually working 
uh, with uh, some Web3 companies and marketing. And then finally, I found Winechain, which is like somehow a summary of everything that I've done. Um, so I've been, I'm head of marketing here. Uh, I'm based in France. I'm American. You can probably tell from the accent. Um, but super excited to work with this project where I think is, uh, I mean, we'll talk more about it, but I think it's really sort of the solution that simplifies and streamlines wine collecting for wine collectors of all levels. That's awesome. I wish I wish Mando was here because he's got quite the the wine collection as well. And he he likes studying it all online. I don't think he even holds him at his house, right, Ovi? It's like he just has him somewhere else. But it's uh, it's super cool. I love that you are a sommelier, and I love that you live <laughs> in France. I'm not jealous at all. You're not living my dream life whatsoever. Uh, in an alternate life, I'm a sommelier living in the south of France. Uh, <laughs> I'm French myself, so super jealous. Uh, <laughs> Nico, what, what about you? What's your background here? Yes, yeah, same, same. I've been working in hospitality and as a SOM for quite a few years around the world. It was in Australia and New Zealand, China and all over the place. I'm from Italy and I'm sharing my life between uh, yeah, Paris and Italy. I'm taking care of uh, the Italian market and uh, I get to do the fun part. So hanging out with the uh, in wineries, try some incredible wines and speak with these uh, uh, fantastic people who live. They, they do live uh, an incredible life and uh, yeah, and building the family little by little. That is so freaking cool. Okay, I, I love that. I, we really just get the best people on, on, to, to partner so, with us. On the show. I'd say it's so fun. So you, um, you guys are, are a bit into wine or you, you just enjoy I, it? I'm a snob. I'm a French snob. I It's got to be French for me to drink it. Uh, I'm sorry. I know you're Italian. Uh, <laughs> I lived in Italy. My Don't worry. My dream is also to end, like, just my, when I retire, I'm going to go live in the south coast of Italy. Uh, Did you? But, you, were, you were in Italy. I lived in Bologna, um, and uh, yeah, for a few months. And I, I'm just obsessed with Italy. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, but it's two things that match well: it's France, Italy, wine. Look, it doesn't get better than that. And we got a couple psalms on stage today. Okay, I'm craving red wine right now, Ovi. I wish you know what you guys okay. at some point you come on a night show, please, so we can just like open some bottles of wine and. and <laughs> I mean, you're in Europe. This is perfect. It is 5 p.m. out there. It's, yeah, hey, it's six, it's 6 o'clock in Europe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. It's noon here now, so it's okay as well. But <laughs> it's, <laughs> listen, listen, so. Yeah, it's lunchtime. It's kosher now. It's kosher. So, exactly. So, look, I, I want to get into Wine Chain, right? Like, I'm looking on your website and I'm sharing on the stream. Again, like, definitely come on YouTube because the Wine Chain folks are on YouTube. And if you can't make it to YouTube, check them out. We've pinned the giveaway to the top with Rogredo. It's been posted on there. Uh, but what is Wine Chain, right? That's the first question. I have my ideas of it, of course, but I want to hear from y'all. Open question to either Nico or, or Aubrey, whoever wants to take it. But take us through, like, what Wine Chain is because I, I have a feeling it's about to get really interesting. Want to go, Aubrey? Yeah. So, um, basic. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go. Um, so we're really sort of this streamlined solution for the entire wine buying journey. And even if you're not as big of a connoisseur as Farouk, like this could be, you know, even if you just buy like one bottle of champagne and save it for, like, your kid's birthday or anniversary or whatever. Uh, so the way that it works is basically we're an NFT marketplace and collectors community. And so we use NFTs minted by top wineries um, that are backed by physical bottles. So since we have that, that NFT, you get the authenticity, you get the, um, the protection of your asset. 
where meanwhile we're safeguarding the actual wine itself. So as you know, mm -hmm. if you do like wine, wine is very sensitive to temperature variations, to shipping and all of that. And usually it passes through a lot of hands before it comes to the end buyer when we're talking about fine wines. So, I mean, this simplifies all of that because you can just buy and sell the wine um, NFT on wine chain where all the wine stays safe. And then if you do want to drink it, then we help with shipping too, which can be kind of annoying, especially for international shipping. I, that's sick. I just made an account. Uh, and so, <laughs> so I'm like real time, real time making an account. I think this is so cool. And so your wine marketplace. So if I want cause of course, like I, I'm aware that a lot of people buy sell and trade wine also as like a, an asset that accrues value over time, depending, of course, on the wine. Sure. And I'm sure that you all know much more about than I do. Um, so if I understand, I can buy, let's say, a bottle here. And oh, speaking of the devil, look, Mando is going to love this. Mando, you are going to love this. You're getting here at the perfect time, okay? You can buy these wines, okay, that I'm showing on here. Get the NFT. And they, you guys are keeping the wines, right? And then I could, if I, Nico and Arby, if I sell the NFT, therefore I'm selling the bottle. I'm just transferring ownership of that bottle to somebody else, but you guys keep the wine stored, correct? Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's As Obra was saying, yeah. it's super important. Yeah, that's right. It's stored. Uh, properly, it's one of the most important things. Imagine you buy, I don't know, a bottle of Petrus or, you know, or the, uh, like Romane Conti, these extraordinary bottles. Sometimes these days, even in restaurants, like you can get to the restaurant and maybe sometimes this bottle has been bought uh, 15 years ago and then has changed of ownership like once, twice, three times. And the bottle has been to London, has been to New York and then ends up in San Francisco, for example. And imagine that bottle moving around and when you're like spending a certain sum of money uh, to, to get an incredible experience and to drink uh, some sensational wines, it's pretty annoying when it's not conserved uh, properly. And so the, the first mm, uh, big solution is, well, the, the main um, revolution, if you want, is that what's moving around is the NFT and not the bottle anymore, which was one of the, the, the biggest problems that we, we had until a few years ago. And the other thing is uh, the, the traceability. There are so many fake wines around there. It's like a billion uh, dollars, uh, in, like not an industry, like a market for fake wines. It's wow. really very much like art. And so we are kind of sorting out this problem by keeping the, the bottles stored in, in the right place. Uh, and yeah, so that's pretty cool. And, it's, and the, the interesting thing here is as well that when you think of wine, there's, there's wines that are uh, considered like, you know, like food, basically. Like you, you open yeah. up your bottle of wine for lunch and, and off you go. Uh, but then some of these wines are incredible screenshots. Like they're, they're like a screenshot of a vintage, like produced from people that sometimes have been doing like that for uh, 5, 10, uh, 15. Like there's 20 generations sometimes behind a bottle of wine. So an incredible story. And it's such a shame to have that bottle spoiled because it's not conserved uh, properly or, uh, you know, or other problems that, that you can have. And so it's pretty cool. I just logged in so I could like give people a better experience yeah. on, 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 on the stream. Because um, yeah. you get to see all of this. So you get to see all of this if you make an account. Make an account takes five seconds. Just did it while they were talking. Um, so you don't have to put an email. Yeah, I like that. It's like you guys ask for nothing. It's like, it's like obviously your age and stuff, but... Okay, dude, this is sick. Okay, and so for example, right now, there's a drop happening. So my question is, how often do you have drops, right? Because you have all these drops that ended, 
You have a drop, let's say, for Cristal Louis Roderre 2009. That's starting soon, so it's three bottles. So the price here reflects the three bottles, right? Or is it per bottle? Exactly. Okay, so yeah. it reflects the uh, la caisse, right? The, uh, yeah. Right. And so right now, there's yeah, a particular... The, it, yeah, but it's the whole industry. Wow. Okay. And so all you have to do is just you go here, you buy the NFT. Okay. So you store for 12 months for free. That Wow. That's interesting. It's actually not even that expensive to store in, in if you're trying to store like with you guys after the 12 months. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When, when, did, when was this launched? It was one year ago. So uh, one year ago, it took one year yeah. to, to build the actual platform because there's, uh, well, as you can imagine, a bit of work in, uh, in terms of like uh, dev and, and also logistics and, and all of that. And then we've been building the family in the past year. And most probably in the next 12 months, there's going to be anywhere between 50 and 100 wineries that are going to join in. Uh, on the on the adventure, and that's what 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 we're working on in this uh, in this very moment, and it's it's uh, an an incredible generational shift as well because uh, you know wine is a pretty classic if you want environment it's agriculture um, basically it's agriculture you know so uh, very different from anything web3 and even in hospitality uh, everybody's you know very often very you know uh, classic if you want and so this is this is giving an incredible opportunities for new generations of talents as well of expressing their uh, their talent in terms of you know marketing communicating and bringing those incredible stories that those people have in these fantastic wines where it, uh, wine regions, whether it's like Tuscany, Champagne, Burgundy, wherever, Napa, and bringing it directly to the buyers all over the world and building a, a direct channel. So very exciting. Do you guys only deal in high-end wines or do you also deal with the lower end of the market? I think it's going to evolve. I don't know. We are mostly focused yeah. on the... Uh, yeah, we're mostly we're mostly focused on the premium price point. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, we're mostly so focused on the premium uh, section, and um, we are expanding to different price points. So premium is a wide range that could be, you know, starting at fifty dollars a bottle, for example, like our Pierre Peters drop that's coming up later this month, um, all the way up to a single magnum uh, that has, you know, a custom piece of art from Marcus Lupritz. That's what we had for our Dr. Lozen drop. And that was $5,000 a bottle. Wow. Okay. Seems like you have all this organized, like really, really well. Man, do you liking this? I love it. Look, <laughs> I, I invest in wine a, a lot. Like this seems like a, like a interesting way of doing it. I've said a, a long time, like the provenance aspect of NFTs fixed this. Uh, yeah. Fixed wine industry, like you just said, a billion dollar market very similar to how the art market came up. In fact, I was investing in wine. That's how I originally got interested in NFTs because I saw that as a big thing. So yeah, this seems like an interesting way. Do you help with portfolio management for people or is it just like you buy individual boxes or um, I don't know, bottles? 
working on it and we are available of course for advice we all come from like hospitality some or we've been producing some some of us have been producing wine as well and uh, Guillaume who unfortunately wasn't uh, able to to be with us today uh, he takes care of communication from for some incredible uh, maison uh, incredible brand like uh, Miraval the the rosé that is uh, produced by Brepit yeah uh, un, un grand classique a great classic and um, yeah so we have we have a whole uh, uh, whole set of uh, uh, skills and uh, uh, we're bringing it to the to the platform of course and one thing that is keeping us all together is uh, well of course um, the good moments that we have when we catch up even if we're spread all over the, all over the world uh, but big passion for yeah the, the fantastic stories and the incredible places that this uh, uh, this job and this uh, adventure is uh, is allowing us to uh, to visit that's really fun so, Manda, you were saying that you, you've been uh, investing in wine for a while? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, um, and it just seemed like a good... I always thought that, that this would move into move into NFTs. Like, it just seems like an obvious thing to, to, to move in. And it's a good investment, right? Like, it's just like a safe, good investment. Very, very little variation in returns. Um, I've, I've always... I've always thought as a collective, it would be one of the first things to like move into NFTs. And it's taken a little bit of time. It's also like a, a, a difficult market from a brokerage perspective, often very high brokerage fees. So again, I thought this, this would be a good, uh, a good industry for it. But yeah, we're only starting to see the, the green suits of it. So this is, this is a really interesting product. Yeah, this is really awesome. Yep, and, and we're seeing we're seeing movement in the in the luxury world as well. And of course, uh, wine wine was was quite um, you know uh, isolated sector if you want until a few a few years ago. Uh, now with these incredible like luxury groups as well that have been stepping into it, and you know uh, regions like Champagne that have been bringing that have been bringing uh, marketing and branding to a, a whole new level. Uh, well, this is opening to a, a whole new set of uh, of uh, of opportunities, and I think that we haven't even been starting thinking about metaverse and all of that i know that that's a little bit uh, something that we're, we're going to be speaking a little bit further down the road uh, but uh, wine travels in the metaverse that's something that many people are starting thinking about and uh, um, it's it's a long way away from the us or where, wherever coming to europe or if i want to you know uh, go and visit some wineries uh, in australia or napa or some some other places and that's that's for sure something that we will be opening up to and there's a uh, yeah developing mm, uh, interesting development um, developments possible, sorry, for uh, uh, perks as well, because there is a bottle of wine, but then there is a whole set of, you know, uh, adventures that could uh, potentially be uh, related to that bottle of wine. So, yeah, just starting. So I have a question, right? I have a question for the both of you. Okay. French wine or Italian wine? <laughs> that's, that's a classic. <laughs> I mean, you're both Psalms, right? I'm talking. I am. I. I'm in heaven. I'm here with two Psalms. I'm chilling on the stream. I'm telling you, had this been a six, I want to do a special with y'all for one of your drops. Where like we hosted like in the evening, and we just like taste wines online, and people taste with us. I don't know how we can make that. Happen. We got. We can work that out at NFT Paris uh, next year or something like that. Why not? You know what? I like that. I like that. Um, oh, sorry. I thought we were going to say that. But, you know, it, for me, it's just like I've always just been a fan of the French Reds. But that's because my, my mom, like, fully French red-pilled me. 
Um, and so, and so, so I tend to like it out here in North America. I'm from Montreal, but a lot of people still, you know, tend to tend to go towards like California wines or, or wines and, uh, uh, and it's, it's just like, it's not my favorite. So, but it's also because I'm yeah. just a French, a French snob, uh, Nico, don't mind it. <laughs> that, that, that's perfectly fine. You know what they say that French wine is a perfect introduction to Italian wine. So that's absolutely <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that's great listen i listen i uh, listen for me my favorite when it comes to italian is tignanello i don't know why i just really like tignanello like it's like fantastic it's, yeah but it's it's that spirit you know it's uh, the, it's uh it's that uh, you know there's there's a little bit of uh there's certainly a, quite a bit of french school and twist in in that so italian soul with a a, a french vision and uh yeah, like makes sense I like that. Fantastic. I like that a lot. Listen, I, I, I like all sorts of wine. I think what you guys are doing is super freaking cool. Like, honestly, like before you came on, like I was telling uh, the boys, I was like, like this company is doing some really fun stuff and, and, and you love to see it. We all love wine here with Ovia Mando. And so, and Mando and I talk about, uh, uh, about wine often. And like when we finally get together, like it's a thing, like we just try to, you know, like taste some different things and then just enjoy it as a whole. So I really, I really like this. I actually really excited to show this to my mom. Uh, she's got a seller at home and you know, I obviously she's fully NFT pilled because of me, but I love the ease of, I love the ease of, of, of access to certain bottles that I don't think I could have bought even myself before. And I'm not going to hold them here. Like I'm going to ruin them. I don't have a fridge for it in this. Apartment. I know. I know. And it's for people traveling, like I've been living and Aubrey, same, like we, we all live in, like we've been living in 10 different countries in the past 15 years. How do you build a seller in, in that way? It was in, in Australia, then New Zealand, then in the UK, and now between France and Switzerland, it's just impossible. And there are so many people like that, that are moving around and they're spending a lot of time in restaurants as well. So learning about all of these wines and they would love to be able to, you know, collect and, you know, put the, some, some bottles aside and uh, until now now it was just simply impossible I, I actually sent some wines from australia to here when i, I lived a couple of years over there uh, the result was terrible because they, when they arrived they were just absolutely you know uh cooked and so yeah no sorting out a a, a good um sorting out a big problem for uh for wine lovers and um, yeah connecting plenty of people as well which is uh, which is pretty cool yeah, no, I actually love that. Love, love, love that. It's true. Like when, when you connect with people over like some things that you both love in general, but like there's wine is this thing where like you can connect with someone and just like talk for hours and just, you know, uh, enjoy it. So what's, what's, um, what's coming next for you guys and what's the best way to like stay in tune with all your drops? So of course, there's a giveaway. Don't miss out. We're giving away a pretty cool bottle of champagne today. Okay, so don't miss out on that. We post it on Rug Radio. It's posted on Wine Chain's uh, Twitter account. It's pinned at the top of the Twitter space right now. And make sure you follow them if you're into wine because it's pretty cool. But I'm seeing a drop that's live now. So there's always drops. Winechain.co forward slash um, drops. But what um, what's next for you guys uh, at Wine Chain? What's something you're really looking forward to the most? Uh, well, first, do I still have a lag or is that better? You're perfect. That is good. Perfect. Okay, great. <laughs> you know, living in southern France is great, but um, like Nico's problem with Italy, you know, our Wi-Fi isn't exactly like San Francisco. Anyway, so actually today <laughs> oh. is pretty important for us because we just opened our marketplace today. Um, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. Before, um, you could buy the, the wine NFT, but now you can sell it as well. 
Um, so that makes it easier. So you don't have to find like another buyer that's interested in fine wine. It's all in one place. Um, and as Nico said, we're going to have experiences as well offered in the future. Um, and I'm just kind of excited for some of the upcoming drops. You mentioned Cristal earlier, um, which is which is pretty cool. Um, we have another champagne drop next week. Um, and pretty soon we're going to have a rebranding. Um, so the site will look very different in the next couple of months. I mean, it already looks pretty good, but I'm excited to see the rebranding. <laughs> I mean, it's already pretty clean. Uh on there, just just so everyone knows. Better. This, yeah, <laughs> I like that. You're doing all this on Polygon. So if you're trying to if you're trying to get some wines on there, make sure you bridge the USDC to Polygon. But look, we just taught people how to bridge using the MetaMask portfolio tool ten minutes ago. It's perfect. Too easy. Too easy. <laughs> Too easy. This, it wasn't even meant to be that way. It just is. Like I just, it just makes perfect sense. You know. I know. <laughs> it, it really is and so this is a this is a crystal one and you see all the descriptions i love how you guys really take time to put the descriptions you talk about the release date you talk about your storage fee you talk about i love that there's a royalty payment and all secondary sales uh you know of the wine and whatnot it's just like there is just and you there's a history about the winery so even if you're curious right you want to learn more right and you click on there I'm going to spend a lot of time on your website, just so you know. Uh, but it's got nothing to do with you coming on today. I just love wines. And I and now I have wine and NFTs. This is, this is heaven, right? Awesome. This is heaven. So you can follow the winery. I love that you guys are doing that, right? There's a history of it. It's gallery photos of everything. Wow. Really impressive, honestly. Um, everything you guys have built. And the marketplace is now live as of today. So definitely check it out. And if I'm not mistaken... On page two of this marketplace, right here, this is the bottle we're giving away. Um, right here. Champagne de Vinoge, Louis Quinze, 300th anniversary. Look at that. $380 bottle. And uh, and you're going to be able to be get this one um, from 1996. You know what? As a matter of fact, I may partake in the giveaway myself. Uh, <laughs> 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 Absolutely love to see that. All right. Well, this this is awesome. Best of luck with with everything you're building. I think I personally think this is really cool. Um, I love that you came on the show and that we managed to talk about everything you're doing. If you want to learn more um, about Wine Chain, you can just go to winechain.co. If not, if you want to stay on Twitter, uh, you can go to winechainco. So winechainco on Twitter is the account with about six thousand followers on there, and definitely check it out. The giveaways are on there, and again, like make sure that hey, look if you're trying to give someone a nice gift, you know, Christmas, whatnot. Listen, get someone a bottle of wine and and the attached NFT. I think that's awesome. I'm the type that loves buying NFTs for 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 holidays for like my close family, um, and now you can tell me I can buy my mom like a bottle of wine, but then give her the NFT. She loves getting NFTs. And it's tied to like a red that she loves. I, I find this really cool. And, you know, a lot of us like to keep our money in crypto. So the fact that I can buy a new SDT. Maybe I'll buy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you are very smart people. You are all very smart people. You know your target market. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it, it, it's super exciting. And, and yeah. 
We were, and, and what, what's funny as well is that, uh, the, the, as we were saying, the wine the industry in general is very, uh, very classic, a uh, little bit conservative. And even for me, you know, it was this year at NFT Paris, I was one of those guys sitting in the front rows over there and I was discovering all of this work. And uh, I do think that uh, before next year, we're going to have another uh, few thousands or tens of thousands of, uh, you know, wine lovers that are going to be shifting to the NFT Web3 web culture, which is another of the, uh, the, you know the targets let's say the ambitions that we that we have and uh, yeah so pretty pretty exciting a lot of work a lot of fun no this is super fun listen like i'm not even I'm not even I, i'm dead serious when I, I i don't even have to put on a face for the audience when, when we're live i just texted hana and i was like can you please make sure i get on the call with these wine chain people because i love the idea and everything they're up to so i <laughs> i i'm uh, I'm happy, uh and someone's just asking quickly how do we make an account it's very simple uh, i'll just say it because i just did it quickly you go to winechain.com and then there's like a there's a login there's like a create an account there's a sign up button right right on when you go to the drop winechain.co yeah 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 so if you go here, I just logged out to show you guys. So you go here, you go to drops, and then if you go to drops, it'll or sorry, it's mark. Where was it that it show, it pops up? I think it logged me back. Just in, in the top right corner. Oh, there you go. Oh, top right corner here. Yeah, normally in the top right corner you can just put create an account, mm -hmm. and it takes you here. So just it put takes in an email address and some basic details. Yeah, very basic. Took me five seconds to send you an email, so make sure it's the right email, and then you're approved, and then you're in. So it's that simple, and then you can just sign in using your usual uh, credentials like this, and it'll make you log in with a magic link back into your account. So it uh, it took it takes uh, it's very 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 quick. Um, I have a question: Were we meant to pick a giveaway winner on this stream, or do you want to? Do we give it a little bit of time? We give it a little bit of time, right? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay, perfect. So make sure you still have time then. Then you still have time uh, to, uh, to get involved and, and make an account and, uh, and, uh, and, um, and uh, to partake in, uh, in the giveaway. All right. Well, Nico, Aubrey, thank you for coming. I thought this was great. And, uh, and I had a lot of fun hosting you guys and talk about wine. I'm going to have an amazing rest of the day. <laughs> Absolutely. Great being here and uh, looking forward to the, the next episode. Hell yeah. Thank you all. We'll connect with you offline. Thank you, Aubrey. Thank, Thank you. you, Nico. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mark. Bye. All right, y'all. Well, this puts an end to today's GM Web3 show. Woo-wee! Did we have a lot of guests today on the stream? And we had so many guests on the stream that Mando Novi had to go to a meeting. And here I am uh, alone on, uh, on Twitter spaces and YouTube and Twitter uh, video uh, and Twitter audio uh, just rambling. But anyways, that was a lot of fun. We'll see y'all tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of GM Web 3 on Rock Radio. Let's go. And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM on this beautiful day. Good morning to Web 3 with Barocco, Sepp, and Mando. Tune in live at 10 it's all on the road radio. radio It's a beautiful day To have a beautiful day GM, GM Rock Radio